0: You're listening to Talk with Renee Dallow, episode 145. Talk about prenups with Lauren Lavender. Lauren Lavender is the chief marketing officer at Hello Prenup, a digital prenup platform designed to help couples get on the same page prior to marriage. Lauren is also a traditional prenup survivor who's overcome the painful experience of getting a prenup prior to her marriage. Today, Lauren is with us to talk to wedding pros about how to normalize the conversation with your clients about prenups, what a prenup really covers, who it covers, who it helps, and what it doesn't do. I think when we have this information, we can be more empowered to support our clients and heck, maybe even support ourselves in the process. So go grab your coffee, grab your tea, and let's talk it out. Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, this chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, your girl, your friend, Renee Dallow. Warning. I've had two coffees today. Just going to say it first. I've been up since like 6:30 in the morning. I went to the flower mart. I've had a lot of caffeine. Lauren, are you ready? I'm joined by the lovely Lauren Lavender. Who, Lauren, what's your caffeination level at this point of the day?
1: I have also had two of these, and I just invested Uh-oh. in the new Nespresso, so it's going down. Let, let's, see, let's see if I can keep up with you. But
0: Whew, no You guys better not listen to this one on two, two times speed, because it's just going to be a lot of gibberish if you do. We're warning you now. We're warning you now. Lauren, yes. I'm excited you're here. You know I'm why? I'm so excited to be here. Why? I mean, one, because you're lovely. Two, because we're talking about money, and we're talking about marriage stuff. And because this show is not for couples, because this show is for the wedding pros out there, we're going to talk about how to help our couples get on the same page prior to marriage with a prenup, y'all. Yes. With a prenup. Absolutely. So you work for Hello Prenup. Yes. You're the chief marketing officer at Hello Prenup. Yes. When you tell people you work for Hello Prenup, do people get like a face at you because prenup is a dirty word
1: yes there's two types of people in the world they go oh my god yay prenups and there's people that go oh my god prenups and then the question mark question mark question mark and it's really fascinating and it's one of the main reasons why i love working for this company because there is a trigger moment when we use the p word and so many people it's it used to be this crazy stigma of like oh my god a prenup means that one person holds all the assets and the cash and all the things and the power in that relationship and they are holding or withholding something from the other partner but we've seen this crazy situation now in the market where Gen Z, millennials, anybody getting married today wants to protect themselves financially. And so when somebody says, oh, hey, you work at Hello Prenup, like what's up with that? It's really fun watching them hear my reasoning as to why and to hear the data on how prenups protect couples and give them total financial peace of mind as they enter their marriage and get on the same page literally prior to marriage. And you see them all of a sudden have this aha moment of like, oh my God, prenups, yes. Like technically everyone should get a prenup. Um, And so it's really interesting when people say like, oh, you work at a prenup company? Like, what is that all about? The second they realize that, you know, a prenup is there to protect both parties so that both people feel comfortable in their marriage and they feel like an equal, they have this light bulb moment of like, oh, wow, that's actually really cool. Tell me more about that.
0: Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna show my age here, but when I first heard of, of your company, every time i hear the word prenup no matter what and a lot of times my clients ask me about about like do i know anyone who can help them get a prenup i i just flash back to that sex in the city episode where charlotte is marrying trey do you know this episode right. and yes and trey's mom Bunny says that he needs to get a prenup and she's so indignant about it. Like, can you believe, like they want me to sign a prenup. And then she negotiates her worth with Bunny, which is actually a power move. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing I think of when someone asks me for a prenup. I think of Charlotte, Charlotte York's sort of shrieking head in my, in my mind going like, can you believe he asked me for a prenup? Right. And so I feel like that it's like in media, that's like the most recent, I don't know, example that I can think of. Right.
1: And it's too bad that the media shows these power couples getting prenups right because yes that's always been the case we've always seen high net worth individuals getting a prenup to protect their assets but there is absolutely space in the market for everyday people with you know average assets and a healthy living situation that also want prenups and it's so mis it's underrepresented in media today and so to your point yes it's so common to think back on that case with charlotte and and to think about like oh you know that's the only reference that i personally have with the prenup but surprisingly like so many couples today really want a prenup but the entire prenup process is really hairy and scary it's expensive you got to
0: hire a divorce attorney while you're engaged like that sounds (laughs) not intuitive that sounds absolutely awful yeah well and i'm glad you mentioned that lauren because that's sometimes the energy when you're like, well, maybe we need a prenup. It's like, well, are we planning to get divorced? Right. The D word. Right. And it's like, well, that's not the vibe, but okay. Well, I guess we have to go there. I know. I actually didn't know that you needed a divorce lawyer to get a prenup. That's really dreadful. It's super dreadful. And it's funny too, because technically these divorce lawyers are
1: family lawyers. And spoiler alert, I am not a lawyer and Hello Prenup is not a law firm. Oh. But we do yeah, have- Yeah, we should have said that at the top, but yeah, okay. So
0: you all know we're not lawyers. We're not Got lawyers. It. Total. Totally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely not lawyers. Um, But, but to your point, yeah, like there's, there's this crazy hovering situation about a prenup that says, oh my God, we need to talk about divorce. But that's only half the conversation. Really, a prenup is about talking about what's gonna go down while we're married. I think about a prenup like a legal vow. Like I vow to do this with property. I vow to think about this with our debt. I vow to you know, approach inheritance like this way and vice versa. And how do we vow to come together as a couple to talk about these tough conversations? And divorce is only half of it. Absolutely, we wanna talk about what happens in the event of death, divorce, or any of these hairy, scary things that we don't anticipate. We want to plan for that. But really, prenups are like marriage insurance. You know, when you get a car and you get a driver's license, you get insurance. You don't want to talk about what might happen to you if you get in a car accident and you have to pay somebody half a million dollars because of liabilities and things. But That's what car insurance is for. And prenups are kind of the same thing. It's like, let's talk about the invent of and let's cover ourselves and feel really good about it so that we can waltz into our marriage on the same page with total clarity and confidence. And we don't have this weird lingering feeling of like, oh my God, what happens? And you're totally out of control. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about prenups specifically and how they benefit women because so much of my audience is women. And I just want to, before we get into this part of the conversation, I want to say, I know there are men that listen to this podcast and this is great. I love you yay men. Mm -hmm. But I'm a woman in my 40s, and my husband is 10 years older than me. And it's not lost on me that at some point, you know, I might be without him. Mm -hmm. And I think that as women, we never really talk about, we're not really taught, I guess, maybe this is my generation, but we're not really ever really taught how to protect ourselves more than we're taught how to protect the family unit. And so I want to talk about like, what are the real tried and true benefits for women on getting a prenup, no matter the income level? Absolutely. And the reason why it's so important for women is
1: we have a lot more life events than men. Now, that's an argument. I feel like a lot of people are going to live longer. We live longer. We are underpaid. There is a a real, very true gender pay gap. There's all these things that happen to women. We uh, have a lot more life events. Yes, men are involved in those life events, but the majority of the time, women are staying home with children, we saw it in the pandemic, I think 100% of the jobs lost in September don't quote me on this, but it is a very similar stat. 100% of the jobs lost in September of 2020 were women. And that is purely because women were leaving the workforce to stay home with the kids. That's probably because of pay being less than the man, or that's just the gender role that they assumed in that household. But there is this looming feeling of women need to absorb the family matters while men go off and build the wealth for the family. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that is a common way that people partner and it's still alive and well in the US today. And the reason a prenup is so important, even if the woman is the less earning spouse, is because women. Women are more likely than men to give up some of their high earning potential years to stay home with the kids. And so let's say 10 years down the road, it's just not working out. There's got to be some sort of insurance in place that says, hey, I should be compensated or at least valued based on the fact that I stayed home with the kids for five years. You know, and now I have nothing to show for it because I gave up my salary. I gave up those five, you know, earning uh, my highest earning potential years to raise the kids. And so there's this, there's this wealth imbalance that happens very, very quickly for women when they decide to stay home for the children. And it's interesting because, you know, working at a prenup company, that wasn't one of the things that I initially noticed just, just signing up. But personally, I also went through this. So like you, Renee, I married a man who was much older than me, to be honest to you. I think he was 15 years. I can't do math, but 15 or 17 years older than me um and I went through the traditional prenup process and at the time we were talking about you know raising a family and doing all the things and he made like 10x the amount of money that I did and so. The obvious answer was like well if we have kids you should probably just stay home and raise those kids right and i'll just go make money because. It doesn't really make a difference if we're both working, and you know we can afford to stay home and all the things right. Um, And so a prenup made sense for us obviously he had assets before the marriage, I did not, I was just starting my career and i'm just entering and learning and doing all the things, Uh, but at the end of the day. I decided to quit my job, stayed home with my son for 18 months, and as amazing and as lucky as I felt to be able to do that, I wanted to reenter the workforce, and spoiler alert, my husband and I are no longer together, and so I'm going through this weird process of like, oh wow, I'm glad that I had that pre-up but holy crap, I was never compensated for those 18 months that I stayed home with my son, those are just right. 18 months that I gave up. And I got the blessing to be with my son, yes, of course, but at the end of the day, I have nothing to show for that because the prenup that we had in place was very boilerplate it protected him. I waved alimony I did all the things, um, and so we could talk about the nitty gritty of a prenup in general, but to your point, yes, especially when women date or marry somebody that is much older than them, and or a second marriage, um, you know, we are seeing. A lot of couples coming through hello prenup that are blended families and i want to say one out of two of the couples that do come to us are blended families and so it's really important to highlight what is actually going on in the marketplace and how people identify love and who people are partnering with and realizing that life is going to happen and there's so many things that can't happen and all of them are you know either planned for or not but we got to make space to protect ourselves individually as women because we are at risk of so many other life things happening to us and so we just got to got to protect ourselves
0: No, it's so true. I'm thinking now as a wedding planner. You know, like I mentioned earlier, I do have a fair amount of couples ask me, "Do I know a lawyer who can help them with a prenup?" Um, And I had maybe one or two referrals out here pre-pandemic that I think now have all relocated. But it's interesting because so many of my clients, um, they're a little bit older, right? They're in their early to mid 30s. Many of my clients, uh, my my brides, are like CEOs, are very high level in their in their businesses, and so they do have assets to protect and It's been very refreshing that they feel, one, that they trust me enough to ask me for these things, right? But two, that it seems like the conversation is a little bit normalized amongst my couples, at least, is that no one has come to me yet to say, I don't know how to, how to talk to my partner about getting a prenup. So do you offer any guidance in that respect about like, how does, if one partner wants a prenup and the other hasn't mentioned it, like, how do we start this conversation?
1: yeah that's brilliant and kudos to all the women that are thinking about prenups individually and want to protect those assets and are independent strong women building businesses like kudos to all of you and yes prenups absolutely if you are the person that's going to approach your partner with it and let's say you guys haven't talked about it yet regardless of how long you've been dating, whether you just matched on Hinge or you guys have been together for like 10 years, we believe it's never too early. And like, I truly believe that, especially if you have assets, if you have something in place already, I think it's smart and healthy to have that conversation as early as possible while you feel comfortable with it. And I think it's up there with like the conversation of kids And like, do we even want to have kids? Is this something that you're interested in? You know, if we're matching on Hinge and it says that you don't want kids, that's something that I have to consider. And up there is like, would you consider a prenup? You know, I I feel like this is something that should be normalized and created space for when we are dating, while dating, you know, courting others. Because I think it does trigger different thoughts and feelings about how we approach marriage and how we plan to partner together. And so if you are the one that wants to approach your partner, I say do it at their convenience. And what I mean by that is, if you know they're their worst at 5 p.m. on a Monday and they just had a crazy <laughs> marathon meeting day, do not yeah. approach them with the bring-up conversation then. I say, let's do it on the next date night. Let's make space for it. It's like, hey, let's, let's talk about our life together. Let's talk about these things that we've always wanted to talk about. You pick the place, you pick the time, you pick whatever you need to feel comfortable if we're staying home and doing takeout, whatever. Let them lead and then you can approach the conversation in a way that meets their best interests. And then really lead from a place of, this is so that I feel comfortable about the business that I've built. It has nothing to do with my, I believe that there's gonna be infidelity or I believe that all these things are gonna happen. It's, I can't live with myself if that happens. It has to do with my boundary that I've set for myself, all the things that I've put in place. I wanna feel really good at night knowing that I've protected something that I built individually alone and that I don't have to worry about my state to potentially to giving some of that away, or my partner, at, at, you know, taking some of that a, as well. When in reality, it was for you to own
0: individually. Um, that's so that's right. my advice for approaching it. I really think, it, especially as wedding pros, I'd love to see it more normalized in the fact that, like, you know, when I give my clients checklists of things that they need to do, and it's like maybe they want to get premarital counseling, maybe their religion, you know dictates that they have to get premarital counseling everyone needs a marriage license like why aren't we putting talk about a prenup on their checklist everybody Absolutely. Absolutely. like why not right like I think if we all normalize the conversation then it's not this thing of like oh you must be a gold digger if you want a prenup or 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 many other I'm sure there are many other tropes right many other <laughs> totally all the stereotypes, stereotypes. yeah exactly But if it's just one of the other things we offer, like, hey, I have a resource for you. If you want to know more about prenups, here it is. I think then we can really do our clients yet another service, especially as wedding planners, especially for my planners listening. It's like, you know, we feel so empowered as planners to advise about etiquette and about family dynamics and all the kind of things that are kind of in and around our actual job, right? Yeah. And like, I think prenup just falls into this category of like, yeah, good to know and and nice to bring up. You don't have to push the fact but like bring it up as a normalization right like the same way we talk about you know at least for my couples it's like we talk about traditions in a take it or leave it kind (laughs) of kind of way like you can do them or you can't right and it's kind of the same with the prenup like here's some information go research more about it decide if it's something you want to do together
1: Absolutely, and I love that you feel the ethical responsibility to do that because, yes, it does feel like a taboo, or or maybe I'm overstepping as a planner, but to me it's like, okay, I, I, I feel like if there's an ethical responsibility, why not, you know, it's like, have you considered your trust in your will yet, you know, have you considered right. your estate planner, have you, have you considered any of these things, and you know there's there's a timeliness with prenups in that you can only do your prenup before you're married hence the word prenuptial agreement that's um, right. so, so all the other things estate planning whatever those can be considered after you're married but it's within the same breath and it's like have we considered these things guys I, I mean if we're talking about insurance and we're talking about post-wedding stuff and really marriage planning i do think there is some sort of ethical responsibility to bring it up especially for couples that have nudged that they're interested
0: yeah i mean if we're going to talk about gray areas like i literally this is TMI, but I'll tell you anyway because it's my show. <laughs> yes. I literally had a conversation two weeks ago with one of my brides asking about if I've ever, <laughs> if I've ever had a client try to like move their period around with their birth control pills, <laughs> so that their period <laughs> wouldn't come on their wedding day. And I was like, and I thought to myself, I can't believe this is part of my job. <laughs> now, for those of you listening, it isn't. But did I have the conversation? Uh, yeah, I did. Totally Absolutely. did. And if I could have that conversation, why can't I have the prenup conversation?
1: Amen. And I love where your head's at. And I feel like, right? and I mean, I, I, when I got married, I went to the courthouse. I did not have a wedding planner. I was the wedding planner. And that's probably why it didn't work out. No shame to my marriage. <laughs> but, but with all that, like, yeah, if I'm going to you for literally everything, I can only imagine you're, you are my source of truth. You talk to brides all the time. Like, what do other brides say? What do other groups say? Like, yeah. So I think it's great if you can be this hovering, know all God view of here's what marriage is like, <laughs> and here's all your resources, <laughs> what it's like on the other side.
0: Let's just take a a tiny pause here and say, I know we've been using a lot of like bridegroom language, but you know, we're here for every every gender identity. So like partners, two brides, two grooms, non-binary, we're here for everybody. Anyone can get a prenup. It does not have to be brides initiating, you know, male, female. It's just prenups are here to protect everyone.
1: Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, that's one of the things that we stand for at Hello Prenup is we are completely inclusive. It's partner to partner. And we really look at marriage like an equal established uh, place for two individuals to come together as parties and build a marriage they're proud of. Uh, it's, it's too bad that gender roles and domestic roles are still very alive and well in the US. But here at Hello yeah. Prenup, we absolutely believe in an equal partnership.
0: I love it. So what are some things that we should consider in a prenup? Like in case our clients kind of say, okay, well, why should I even consider a prenup? Now we talked about the protection, but is there anything else to consider when you're thinking about getting a prenup? Yeah, there's lots of things to consider. Mostly it's
1: considering what do you want to do with property? So there's two different kinds of states. There's equitable distribution states, and then there's community property states. And it's really good to know what kind of state you live in, because without a prenup, you default to your state's guidelines. So technically, everybody has a prenup. It's whether or not you decided what those guidelines are or if your state decided what those guidelines are. Because that's basically what happens when you get a divorce. You say, we're not doing this anymore. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. And then the state jumps in and says, okay, here's how this is going to go. What a prenup does is it go ahead and maps all of those things based on your wishes and needs. And you two come to an agreement without having the state come in and intervene. That's really what a prenup does. Um, some things to consider within that are properties. So generally in a community property state, California is one of them. We have a any assets that are brought that were owned by the individual prior to the marriage are considered separate property and then once you get married any sort of property that's commingled or considered or bought while you're married is marital marital property and so what a prenup can decide is like hey you know that house that you had before we got married is that going to become marital property when we get married or is that going to stay your separate property because you purchased it beforehand or let's say the house that you guys buy together and one of you put in 25 percent of the down payment the other did 75 percent of the down payment well what does it look like if we get separated what happens in the event of divorce does the house go to to this partner or this partner or are we going to just say you know within a year we will sell the house and divide it based on what we Put into the house the twenty-five, seventy-five, whatever. Those are all the different life situations that you want to consider. So, property is the biggest one, and then other things to consider are your debts. So, a lot of people want a prenup because their partner has a lot of student debt, or they have debt from a prior marriage, or anything coming in that they're bringing in that's not necessarily an asset that they're proud of. And so, a prenup really protects against any sort of liabilities of debt prior to the marriage, but also debt inquired while you're married. So, one of the things that we like to talk about is what are your financial spending habits? Do you and your partner have similar ones? If not, if one of you is spends more than the other, or one is a lot more generous in their spending, then it's probably good to think about like, are we going to split debt equally or do we have separate accounts and we acquire debt individually? That's something you want to map out in a prenup. And another thing to think about is inheritance. You know, generally, there's this consensus of, hey, it came from my mom, that inheritance should go to me. But it's important to remember that a gift like that, that's that's inheritance, could be considered community marital property if it was given while you two were married. So that's another thing to consider is do we want inheritance to be marital? Or is this something that should individually go to the partner that was related to you know, wherever the inheritance came from. Um, So those are the biggest ones that I would consider just based on money, property, assets, and anything to look out for. But then also one of the things that you can't include that I think is really interesting is you can't include child support in most states in uh, the U.S. So that's something you can think about is how do we want to do things with kids, but you actually can't map out and plan uh, your child support or anything like that within your marriage and then the last one that I yeah and last one and then I because I could go on for literally four days about this um, <laughs> I love it. the last one that I will highlight is alimony slash spousal support so generally the rule of thumb is for however long you're married you you could potentially pay alimony or spousal support if you don't get a prenup and it's based on how long you're married and a lot of couples want to waive their right to alimony or spousal support and basically say, hey, in the event that we get divorced, I'm not gonna come after you for any money because I'm self-sustaining and I can support myself. And you know, for all, any of these reasons, I don't need your spousal support. Um, otherwise, if you don't get a prenup and you don't, wait, you don't have any sort of mention of spousal support, it's pretty common that you could fall to the default state guidelines on what spousal support looks like. And depending on if you've been married for 40 years, you could be paying alimony for 20 more, which could potentially be the rest of your life. Um, so those are definitely some things to consider uh, thinking about when you're mapping a prenup. Woo. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, it's a lot, but I love it. I'm thinking right. literally every scenario you mentioned, I thought, oh, that's someone I know, or that's me. Right. Right. And, and tr- I mean, to be truth to everyone here on the internet, I, we, Joe and I don't have a prenup. Um, and I said to you before we started recording, I said, we didn't, we didn't get a prenup because when we got married, I didn't have anything. <laughs> right. 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 And now both of my businesses are co-owned by him. And he also runs a business that is owned by me. So everything is very commingled now, but, um, And we live in California, we live in a community property state. So Mm if I, if I could go back and do it again, I probably would knowing what I know now about prenups and, and how it isn't just about necessarily the asset, the, the current assets, but also how to handle future. I did not know that I just assumed that the prenup was always about what you came into the marriage with solely, but that isn't the case.
1: I did the exact same thing. And when I got married, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I have a, like a 20 a year old BMW to my name and some Cheez-Its. Like I had nothing. <laughs> and, and so I was like, I get it. Let's sign this Prina, protect yourself. And then at, somebody was like, hey Lauren, just so you know, it's an agreement which means you can negotiate, uh, which means right. that you can come in and gamble and say, hey, but my future self is gonna be worth way more than I'm worth right now, and I wanna mm-hmm. protect her. I wanna protect future me. I wanna protect my future net worth and not just what I have now. So definitely, the I learned the hard way as well going
0: into it, but it definitely brought me here, so I'm grateful. I love it. So tell me about Hello Prenup. We talked a little bit about it. You guys heard about it a little in the pre-roll, but tell us in your own words, what, what does Hello Prenup do for our clients or ourselves? yeah so hello prenup is a self-serve
1: prenuptial agreement platform so couples can go onto our platform fill out their prenup agreement within a couple hours and get back to planning their wedding day why hello prenup exists is there is a huge demand in the market for prenups but th- the traditional prenup process is really expensive it takes a very very long time and it's kind of traumatic because you have to hire like we talked about that divorce lawyer to talk about all these hairy, scary things you have to fit you forfeit your lunch breaks you go talk to these attorneys attorneys talk to each other then you go home and You talk to your spouse about what you talked about with your attorney that day. And the the game of, of telephone is really long and drawn out. So what Hello Prenup does is it creates a collaborative experience where couples create an account. We walk you through the questions that you need to consider for your prenup based on your state. And you guys save a fortune without having to hire lawyers for billable hours, and you pay a flat fee of 599 per prenup, and you get back to planning your wedding day. Uh, and this was a, a platform that was designed by Julia, our CEO, who is a seasoned family divorce attorney, who saw a major need in the market and was like, you know what, I need to bring a more approachable, collaborative prenup process to couples that want to go through a prenup, but don't know where to start, and don't have the resources to necessarily hire attorneys on both ends, because each party needs their own attorney, and be able to feel really confident hiring someone to talk about all your assets, your debt, your inheritance, and having them go to bat for you. Hello, prenup avoids all of those conversations by giving you a platform, walks you through everything, and uh, you can save a fortune and time to create your prenup.
0: How much does a traditional prenup cost?
1: it could cost anywhere from $2,500 to upwards of $10,000, $15,000. I just watched on Grand Stefan's YouTube, he was talking about prenups with his girlfriend, and I don't even think they're engaged, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, they were talking about their prenup, and I think he spent 15000 individually on just his lawyer. So it wow. really
0: depends. Yeah, it really depends. So for everyone who heard 599 and went, what? Think, <laughs> okay, 599 or $15,000, y'all. Right and five ninety nine
1: per couple, so it's a it's a single cost. You don't have to hire those two lawyers, and you get to save all that money for your wedding and investments on other things post marriage.
0: That's amazing. You know, I think in all the ways that technology has really sort of evolved the, the wedding planning experience, I think this is one of the best ones because this is really destigmatizing something that a I think a lot of people just don't know about and they're afraid to ask, right? Because the things were the things were like, well, that must be for someone very wealthy. That's not for me. I'm not even going to find out about it. And also, you're just you're making it so much more accessible for everyone, male, female, whomever, to take care of themselves because we, you know, this day and age, I mean, listen, the whole world is on fire, right? Yep. Take care of yourself, guys. Like, drink your gallon of water a day. read the books, get on the peloton. get yourself a prenup. like I or and and wedding planners, this episode is for you so you can be informed and know how to talk to your people about this because I think just the same way we recommend facialists and we recommend, You know, dress alterations like we can recommend Hello Prenup and say, hey, this is a really um, safe and also like feels accessible and maybe fun as opposed to like, oh, my God, we're going to have to go have these long, dreadful conversations with lawyers.
1: And prenups really are romantic. Like, I'm gonna come out there and say that, and not because I'm paid to say that. It's because it it really does say, hey guys, let's plan our life together. Like, hey, babe, come over here. Let's talk about hard things, but make them approachable and fun and really build this life that we're proud of. And so I agree. I think it's it's an amazing, as a wedding planner, I feel like it's an amazing opportunity to help build that romance and to help them feel even closer on their wedding day.
0: I love it. You guys can learn more about Hello Prenup if you go to Dallow.com forward slash Hello Prenup. Uh, and we're going to be sort of, uh, you know, chatting more about hello prenup and how we can uh, support our couples through it via the blog on my site as well. So um, if you want more, like, how do I write the email to my couple? Like, that's going to be in the blog post, y'all. So um, check that out. That's going to be out today as well. Because um, I just really, again, like, I, we need to normalize this conversation, and this is just just one more piece of the puzzle for wedding pros that establishes us as the expert in our clients' eyes. Amen. Absolutely. Amen, sister. Lauren, tell us a little bit more about just you and and what you're into right now. Like, What's your favorite TV show? What's your favorite drink? What are you doing on the day-to-day? Give me all the stuff.
1: Well, besides being super into my new Nespresso coffee machine that I just told you about, which please blow up my Instagram with what Nespresso pods I should be getting. Um, I love my son. I have a three-year-old son, so that keeps me super busy when I'm not talking away everybody's ear off on prenups. Um, and then in terms of TV shows, anything, anything by any comedian ever. I feel like the world is so hairy and scary right now that I just love to turn on some comedy, watch any sort of Netflix special and get lost in, in some laughs. That's kind of what I'm doing when I'm not on a podcast or talking about prenups.
0: Same. I mean, thank God for Netflix. Netflix oh has gotten us through and Hulu and blah, 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 all the others. Like th- where would we be without streaming in the last three years? Absolutely. I would be extremely lost for sure. I would just be crying on my Peloton and like. <laughs> At least you're on the Peloton. You're lapping me. I am <laughs> literally still laying on the couch. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing that too. I'm doing that too. Lauren, what else is going on with Hello Prenup? What, are you, what have you guys been up to? Like, Tell us all the good news. Yeah, so one of the most exciting things to
1: date at Hello Prenup is that we were just on Shark Tank. So we what? just- I know, it was very exciting. And if you haven't watched our episode yet, just go ahead and Google Hello Prenup and Shark Tank. And spoiler alert, we did get a deal. We got a deal with Kevin O'Leary. <gasps> oh yes, Mr. Wonderful is team Hello Prenup and Narav Talia, he is the founder of Nextdoor. And all the details I will leave in the episode for you, but we are super, super proud of that. Um, and it's been phenomenal having both of them on our team. And we also just onboarded the founder from LegalZoom, Brian Liu, and he's been an advisor and investor with our company, and he has brought so much wealth and knowledge to our platform. And so we're super thrilled to bring all of those different investors and advisors on our team.
0: Well, that was certainly not what I expected you to say when I was like, what's new? That's amazing. (laughs) We're going to link to the episode in the show notes to make it super easy for you to find. I'm obsessed with Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Um, I, there was a period during the pandemic where I had like watched every single episode and my husband was like, are you okay? And I was like, I can't run my business. And so I'm watching other people's businesses. And it was just like a sad, this is like, you know, what's funny is I look back in the last three years and like that period I was telling you about came in like, I don't know, early April, 2020, like we were barely in it. And I was right. like, everything is bad. Meanwhile, three years later, we're like, okay, I'm still gonna get taking COVID tests. Fantastic. Absolutely. Um, Lauren, that is amazing news. I am so excited for everyone at HoloPrenup. I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna be thrilled to watch you all like just blow up, just soar, just like thrive. I'm ready. Thank you.
1: It has been so fun and I've put my seatbelt on also because it's been a super wild ride, uh, but we're thrilled and we're so, so happy that we've created a platform that's been super widely accepted across fiance's and all over the country. So we're super proud of what we do and we're so thrilled to have the additional investors and advisors on our team.
0: Amazing. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank
1: you so much for having me. And we should do this again because you're fantastic and I had so much fun.
0: Yay, me too. Let's do it again soon. Um, For my lovely listeners, listen, you know what I'm going to say. You could probably recite it with me. I'm going to thank you, as always, for spending your time with us this week. I know your time is the one thing you can't make more of. And so I never take it lightly that you spend it with me. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now, friends. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram.